yo, how about that super hot intro though, yo? That was straight fueguitz. Welcome back to the Manuel So Do Podcast Episode 2. Um, it's been a long time. It's been a little bit. Um consistency is tough, but I'm definitely I'm definitely gonna try to stab at that. Um so I just wanna start off this podcast just just giving a, a rest in peace, a moment of silence to Stan Lee. One of the true icons, one of the legends of, of our decade, of our time. Um, this dude was co-creator of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, man. And this dude literally just, you know, he changed the world, man. He he gave, you know, kids like me, you know, pe- people like us, like a whole different universe to, you know, be a part of, enjoy. And, you know, just kind of like an escape from life and all the things that that are thrown at us on a daily, you know. So rest in peace to Stan Lee, one of the OGs, one of the legends, and um, yeah, man, he's he's uh, creating cartoon characters in heaven right now, so he's chilling. So before I keep going on with the podcast, I just want to address um, A&J podcast. So me and my boy Andrew, we're still going to be making those podcasts. It's just, you know, we have, you know, different schedules, um, you know, conflicting schedules, so we're gonna have A and J podcast. It's gonna be cameos. We're gonna we're gonna be back. We're gonna be firing. Um, so for now, I'm just gonna stick to this this man. Also, dope podcast. Keep keep checking at it. Keep learning and seeing seeing where it could go. So I decided I wanted to break it up into three parts. So I'm gonna break it up into a little sports talk, a little some real talk, just some things that are on my mind, and then just a stock talk real quick. So. We're going to get into it. We're going to talk about sports for a little bit. So I just want to say shout out to my boy Mookie Betts, winning MVP. Not only did Mookie Betts win MVP, but this man won me $500 in fantasy baseball. So we clap it up for Mookie for for winning me some dough, for winning MVP, and also for helping the Red Sox win the World Series. So they, they were obviously the best team in baseball, so... You know, a lot of Yankee fans, a lot of, you know, people were hating, but the Red Sox were just, they were just too good this year, man. You gotta, you gotta give them their props. Um, another person I'm gonna give props to in the sports world, my boy Jacob DeGrom, winning Cy Young. Finally, hey, at least the Mets are winning something, yo. Like, if we can't, if we can't make it to the playoffs, we can't win a World Series, I'll take a Cy Young. Why not? Like, DeGrom was literally, like, hands down, like, lights out the best pitcher in baseball this year. And I and I think like honestly for all you Yankee fans that that uh were were clamoring for DeGrom, if y'all would have traded us and Duhar or Glaber Torres for DeGrom, I still think y'all had enough offense with DeGrom to beat the Red Sox. That's just my opinion. But we could talk about that. We could talk about that later. Um What I really wanted to talk about today was this dude Zion Williamson. This dude has been an absolute beast for Duke. You want to talk about pure athleticism. You want to talk about um, the ability to handle the ball, ability to shoot, the ability to just bully people and dominate the game of basketball. This dude is like the truth, man. And I don't see any way. I mean, college basketball, there's a lot of upsets, a lot of crazy things that are happening. But there, there should be no way in hell that Duke should not be the champions this year with with Zion and with um with that kid Barrett like they're 
they're they're dangerous, man. They're 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 a problem. So I'm thinking about this. I'm trying to relate it to to my Knicks. And when I think about the Knicks right now, there is no reason why the Knicks should be trying to win any games at all. When you got Zion literally coming out next year, the Knicks should not win a game at all. They should just tank. And I was always a big uh like big hater of tanking and just teams just not caring and not like you know, not even trying. But hey, look at Philly. They finally they're finally getting somewhere. And like the Knicks they could bust their ass or they could play as hard as they, they want to this season, but they're not going nowhere. We don't have Porzingis. Porzingis I'm pretty sure is just gonna sit out the whole rest of the season. Like there's no reason to rush him back. So the Knicks want to be smart. They should tank for Zion, so Zion could come to the Knicks and lead us to Zion. That that's what that's what needs to be done. Um, y'all want to hear something crazy? My boy Carmelo just got cut from from the Rockets, or he, whatever the hell's going on with Melo. I don't care. Bring Melo back to the Knicks, man. He could he could come off the bench. He could chuck up forty shots, do whatever the hell he wants. Melo could come home. At least he's appreciated here, to an extent. He could come here, do whatever the hell he wants, and just as long as we losing games and we're tanking for Zion, then it's all Gucci. It's all Gucci in my mind. Um, but you know, just I guess a little bit more on Carmelo is it's kind of I think it's kind of disrespectful the way people were treating him. Like I know Carmelo, you know, he has a bad rap for you know his playing style or the type of teammate he is or or whatnot, but I. I think this whole Carmelo Anthony thing is being blown out of proportion, and he's just being a kind of a scapegoat for for the Houston Rockets and their struggles. And you can't tell me that Melo is is, is completely washed and he's not better than half the players in the league. Like Melo can still score better than half the league. Um, and I mean that's about it. Like Melo can score, you know what I mean? And there's a lot of teams out there that can't score. So Melo Melo's not completely finished, but the way the the media has been scrutinizing him, scru- scrutinizing him, and you know demonizing him is just like ridiculous, man. So I'll have him come back to the Knicks, chuck up forty shots, help us lose some games, um, and we could tank for Zion, and then we'll see we'll see where the where the cards uh, fold because I think the Knicks there's a lot of th- there's a lot of interesting things going on in basketball right now, and you know the whole thing with KD and Draymond Green. A lot of people saying KD's going to come to the Knicks. I don't want to fall for that because every year it's like, oh, the Knicks are going to get some sort of big-time prospect. And we just end up re-signing Lance Thomas. And that dude's just an absolute, like, he plays defense, but he's a scrub. Like, let's be honest. Like, I can't get hyped over Lance Thomas at a small forward or power forward. So we'll see. But, I mean, next year, man, if we play our cards right, there could be a possibility we could have KD... And Kyrie, in an ideal world, put him along with Porzingis, and imagine putting him along with Zion. We're definitely going to Zion if if that happens. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, we'll see how that unfolds. But I definitely think the Knicks should uh, not win any games. Every time I watch them, I'm just like, you know, play hard but just lose. Like there's no point. So just switching gears. So that was pretty much our sports talk for the day. I'm trying to switch gears 
to just some real talk. Just talk about some things that I've seen this week or just things on my head that's interesting. Um, I've been working a late night shift this past week. And I, just, I think, you know, it's crazy to think how, you know, I see anytime I see a homeless person on the train, you know, I when I can, I give. You know what I mean? And yesterday I saw, um, you know, a homeless dude just, you know, asking for, you know, if anybody could spare him any change or any food. And literally the whole cart, like, you know, they just, it was a, it was a packed ass cart too. The whole cart just like, they just dubbed him. And there was another homeless person on the cart. And the only person who gave the homeless person begging anything was the other homeless dude. And I, I, when I saw that, like, that just kind of, I don't know, I just hit home where it's like, yo, like, people who have less than you or people who understand the struggle, like, this dude literally, he, he didn't have, he didn't have much. He definitely had less than all of us, yet he, he understood the struggle and he gave knowing that they would put him aside. And, you know, that's something that a lot of people just don't do or just don't care, you know, and that was just kind of like, that was just like an eye-opening Thing for me where it's like you know if we stick together if we help out each other you know good you know good things happen good things good things come around so yeah just keep that in mind just I guess with life and in, in general it's like you know karma karma is a big thing I know I've talked about karma before in, in the previous episode but you know I'm a firm believer in that and you know just you know just try to I, I always try to live life like you know, treat people the way you want to be treated type thing. So, you know, just if you put yourself in someone else's shoes, you know, for one day, like let's say, you know, a homeless person just to, you know, experience, you know, have another homeless person like look out for you. Like that's, that's something, that's something real right there. Um, I think another thing I wanted to talk about was, um, I guess, you know, a lot of times in life, like, Things are holding you back. Um, you don't know necessarily what or who is holding you back, but you just you just have that feeling that, you know, something's holding you back. If you feel like it's like, you know, school or, or, or work, there's always ways around that. There's always ways of trying to um, just better yourself, uh, you know, just try doing different things, going out there, meeting new people, trying to get out of a funk. You know what I mean, I feel like I, I, I've experienced that a couple times where it's like, I feel like, you know, something's holding me back or I'm holding myself back, whether it's, you know, something that I want to do or like fear or something like that. Like, you know, the best things in life come on the, the other side of fear. So don't be afraid to um, take challenges. And, you know, sometimes if you really, really want to progress in life, you got to go out there and just like try to make it happen. You know what I mean? And just, you know. Don't worry about what other people have to say or think, and um, just follow. Just follow your dreams. Follow whatever you're doing. You know, there's a lot of people that you know are around you that you know they may seem like they care or they're trying to like you know sh- you know be on your side and help you out, but at, you know at the same time it's like oh you could do good but you can't do better than me in a sense. You know, I I feel like there's a lot of people like that, and that's. I just don't understand why people are like that. Like, people, you know, people look to the right and to the left of them, and they're like, oh, it's good that he's doing good, but he can't do better than me, you know? And I, I always hated that mentality that, that people had. 
And then these are, these are the same people that like they they root for people that they don't know, and then the people that they do know, they kind of just wish that they don't attain a certain level. You know what I mean? If, if if you think about that, you let that sink in. Like people, they root for celebrities, they root for you know athletes. They they hype up people that they don't know. They don't even know their actual like you know way of living, how they treat people. Yet they idolize these people and they. They put them on a pedestal, and then the person to the next to you who's grinding, you know, they're busting their ass to try to get somewhere and be somebody. Um, they just kind of like ignore them, or they put them down, or they don't. They don't really support them, you know. That's that's always something that I found interesting and weird. But you know, I feel like people are just people, man. You can't let them get to you. You just gotta stay focused and do what you gotta do. Um, and the last thing I wanted to talk about, just some real talk thing, is I've been watching a lot of Gary V. I don't know if you guys know who he is, but definitely check him out. He's kind of like a, he's like a, a marketing dude. Um, he's, he's motivational. He, he, he's, he's a cool dude, man. Just look up Gary V and you'll, you'll learn a lot about him and all his videos. Um, so I got, I got into like his, um, his videos about like flipping, like garage selling and flipping items. And like it's true that you you could literally make like a decent amount of money, not not even decent, like a good amount of money, just like flipping items, um, you know, going to a garage sale, buying stuff for a dollar or two, and selling it for like six, seven dollars. Like, there's a lot of money out there in the flip game, and if you just if you pace yourself, and you you have a good good eye for things that are valuable, things that things that are you know cheaper than they they seem to be but you can flip them for more like definitely definitely think about that especially if you're trying to have like a side hustle make some extra income like it's something that could you know propel you to the next level so that's something that i started doing recently Uh, i downloaded this app called makari and it's pretty much it's like a it's a simpler version of ebay where you can literally just take a photo of something that you want to sell and um you know, you just make it happen. There's like it's a pretty big community. Like there's a lot of people on there buying, buying and selling. And I think, you know, I've already sold like two or three items, and like I've made like a hundred, like a hundred plus dollars like this month just like buying and flipping stuff. You know what I mean? So that definitely is another gateway if you if you want to like make some more income or just like try something different. Like it's cool to just have that that entrepreneurship like mentality and like making things happen hustling and then you know you start learning about different things you know so like I, I started learning about like certain certain mugs that sell like um you know like mugs are popular they're huge like if, if you go online like mugs are selling like crazy like you could buy a mug for like two dollars at like family dollar or whatever and like if it's a popular mug like you could sell it for like thirty dollars online you know what I mean so that's definitely it's definitely crazy and eye-opening so yeah if you're interested in that let me know like hit me up and you know you guys could dm me i'm putting all my info in, in the bio you guys know who i am the people who are gonna freaking watch this are like my my ig followers and my twitter followers and hopefully you know hopefully more people as it grows and people people find out about me you know what i mean so yeah that's pretty much what i had to say about real talk and the last thing I just wanted to talk about was um, talk about stocks, man. This is like one of the bread and butters of why I uh, 
wanted to start doing podcasts, just trying to learn the stock market with you guys, share my experiences, talk about like, you know, how where things are headed, um, and just you know generally what's going on because a lot of people are just sleep like they don't they don't see that there's a lot of mu- there's a lot of money in the market there's a lot of opportunities there, and I I just fell in love with that idea of like yo, if I put in you know. I buy a hundred shares of a stock at four dollars, and that stock goes up by you know it doubles. Then I double my money, you know, and it and it's literally like I didn't even do anything. I just use my own. I I use my brain to like strategize a, a trade. So you know, I I work smart, not hard. You know what I mean? I can literally make the money that I'm making, you know, weekly, just by using my brain to work smart, not hard. So. That's just kind of how, like, I fell in love with the market. And since, since the last time, like, we talked about the stock market, um, it's been a huge, huge-ass correction, yo. Like, literally, I was up, I would say, up until September 28th, I was up, like, $300, like, throughout the year. Because I started trading, like, seriously, um, like, early this year. And you know, there's been fluctuations. I was up higher. I was I was down a little bit. But September 28th came. I was up. I was like, oh, I'm chilling. Like everything is good. Literally October came and boom, like the whole market just like it hit a correction. It finally hit a correction that that you know the market corrects every year. Um, if you guys want to learn more about this, I mean, just you could just you could just Google corrections. It's pretty much like when the market just literally corrects itself where. Stocks are overinflated. They're at a price that they shouldn't be, and they correct to the price that they should be. And most of the times, that means that they go down. You know, so there was like a huge correction in October. It's, it's bled into November, and like I'm down now. Like from that 300, I'm down like 200. So kind of like a 500 flip. But I think I've learned a lot from this market correction. I've learned to like not be afraid to see my account like get red i'm not afraid to see you know i'm not afraid to wake up and be like yo you down a hundred and i'm not like i'm not on my great depression flow trying to jump out a window you know what i mean like i early on when i would start trading and i would see you know i would see damn i lost this amount of money i lost that amount of money that would just like it would just hit me like damn i'm messing up you know i gotta do something or you know panic sell in a sense and that's never that's never a smart idea so you know this this correction has helped me with that and just um it help, it's helped me to learn one of the keys the keys to trading every trade you do every trade you make you want to set a stop loss so you pretty much want to say let's say you want to buy apple um and apple's at 195 and you're looking to trade it and sell apple at like 210 but you don't set a stop loss and then Apple keeps going down. Let's say it goes down to 180, 175. And you're like, nah, nah, I'm going to make that money up. You know, it's going to recover. By that point, it's already too late. Like, you should have set a stop loss. If, you, if you're if you buying into it at 195, set the stop loss for 190. Where it's like you're comfortable losing $5 per share on each trade. You know, so like that's something that I, I would do it on certain move, like certain trades. And certain trades I wouldn't. And, like, now I have, like, a bunch of trades where it's just, like, since I didn't set a stop loss, I'm just holding on to stocks that I don't really want to hold on to just for the sole fact that I want them to recover. So, definitely definitely set, set stop losses. Like, that's that's huge. 
And what I think, what I want to talk about is the tech, the tech sector, like all these tech companies, those are the ones that have gotten hit huge, 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 huge by this, this correction. So I'm talking about Apple, I'm talking about Facebook, we're talking about Twitter, talking about Netflix, we're talking about Amazon, and literally all these stocks, they're all, I, I, I see them as great stocks to own in the future, and I see them as stocks that they're not, they're only going to double after this correction. So what I would suggest, guys, is to monitor these stocks, monitor when they hit their low points, definitely, bro, bro Amazon. Amazon's like at $1,600 right now. Amazon a couple months ago was at 2000 So imagine imagine you buy Amazon right now. I guarantee you in six months, it's going to get back to where it was and it's going to double. So you can literally make a week's pay by just investing in, in Amazon. And you'll, you'll make a decent amount of money. You know what I mean? Um, so there's definitely a lot of opportunities there, man. It's, if you want to... Get involved in trading now is definitely the time. If you haven't been trading, now's the time. If you were to fund like a Robinhood account or a TD Ameritrade account, if you have questions, you can hit me up. Just let me know. We could we could trade together. Like that's one of the things that I wanted this podcast to do too is you know show you that I'm interested in trading and I want to trade with you guys. I want to learn with you guys and work through it. And it's fun to just talk about it and, and have like a partner to you know trade with and just like get excited with. You know what I mean? It, it's dope. So, I think there's def- now is definitely the time with this correction. Like Netflix is Netflix is in in the two eighties, I believe, right now, and it's pro- it was projected to be at four hundred at the end of the year before this correction. So just imagine in a couple months, you you buy a bunch of you know a bunch of shares in Netflix at two two eighty, and then a year from now it's at four something. Like you're making guac, you know what I mean? So. Definitely, what I just want to preach right now is these tech, these tech stocks that have been hard hit hard and they're at low points. Definitely look into them. Definitely take that opportunity and don't don't be afraid to invest. You know, and if if you're a little hesitant on the tech stocks, um, there's a lot of stocks on the side, like in different industries, that I think are are gonna boom. So I think definitely like a lot of weed stocks have been, you know, getting getting play you know jeff sessions who uh was a big you know antagonist or hated anything that had to do with marijuana he he stepped down or he got fired or whatever and as soon as that happened yo weed stocks just flew up like literally people were like oh this dude's out like this is gonna happen now so i'll just shout out a couple stocks for you guys just to monitor for this week if y'all want to you know y'all want to trade this week y'all want to take some chances Make some moves. Um, look into CGC. Um, that's a weed stock that is trading. Let me let me just double check real quick. It normally trades be in the high 30s, so it'll trade like 38 to 43 dollars. And right now, it's at 35 dollars, so it's kind of like on the lower point. So I think there's definitely opportunity for for growth there. And another stock that I like and this one's risky and I talked about it before was was my size which is a um I forget I forget what the hell they do they uh they like do they deal with measurements on your smartphone 
So my size, it's a, it's a penny stock, and it's one that I've seen that's kind of like, it was it was below a dollar for a long time. Now it's above a dollar, and it's kind of been consistently staying above a dollar, and slowly but surely climbing up a little bit more. My size is a type of stock if you put a thousand dollars into it, and it jumps one day to like two three dollars, boom, you made like three thousand bucks, like easily. Like it's something that. You know, it's high risk, high reward, but I don't think it's that much of a risk if you just set your stop loss and you you identify what you're willing to, what you're willing to lose and what, you know, you seem is, you know, seem like a good move. So, yeah, that's pretty much, that's pretty much all I had to say about the stocks. Um, Definitely don't be afraid to invest. Like, now's the time to invest and just freaking I mean this market could keep going down it could it could hit a bear market where you know everything just kind of like keeps going down and everything is just pretty much on a sale that's how you have to think about it it's like like yo black friday's coming up just think about you know when the stock market is red just think about it as like a black Fr- black friday for the stock market you know so that's all i got to say about that um, I guess we're pretty much, pretty much going to wrap up this, this podcast. Um, consistency is definitely key. So I'm promising you guys that I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to keep making these. It's hard, it's hard, man, to, to do a podcast by yourself though, man. Cause I, like, I want to make jokes and I want to do all this other stuff, but it's hard when it's just me, like just talking to a mic, you know, it's not, it's not that easy, but you know, I'm going to learn. I'm going to keep at it. We, we're going to get there. Um, and like yo for sure like if y'all want to be a guest on this podcast if you got something that y'all want to talk about i'm all ears man like i want people to come on here i want to talk i want to have engaging conversations i want to you know i want it to be funny i want it to be fun um so if y'all want to come on here and do you know do a do a guest appearance with me and talk and share whatever the hell you want to share or you want to promote something or y'all want to do whatever like I'm, i'm with it you know what i mean so this next podcast next episode will probably be next friday so that is the next time i speak to you is after thanksgiving so i just want to tell you guys have a happy thanksgiving enjoy it with your loved ones you know feast up um live it up and then you know after thanksgiving you know just keep grinding like it's it's good times right now i know it's cold i know the snow's hitting but just keep grinding and, and you know the holidays are here it's like it's the best time of the year so much love my guys i'll talk to y'all later and uh peace